Well, good morning, everybody. We're so glad we are uh, online this morning and so glad to have everybody here. If you will stand up with me. And uh, I'm just going to encourage you to do something uh, right, right as soon as we start worship. If you would like to, please feel free to get out of your chair, turn around, greet someone, welcome them, and uh, bless them and thank them for being here. Encourage them, and we'll just begin our service. So we're going to pray, and then Molly will take it away. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for everybody online, everybody in-house. Thank you, Father, that you do something greater for all of us together than we can ever be by ourselves. And thank you, Father, for your hand upon our lives and this service, and that your power and your anointing is always present to heal and to deliver, and is present here today in Jesus' name. Everybody says, amen. Amen, amen. Let's pray. Amen, amen. Let's praise him. And in Jesus' name, we thank you for this day and for all your blessings and the miracles you'll work in this room today. Let's sing this. Let's praise. Praise be a weapon that silences the enemy. Praise be a weapon that conquers all anxiety. Let it rise. Let praise arise. Sing your name in the dark and it changes everything. Sing with all you are and we claim your victory. Let it rise. Let praise arise. We'll see. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. Fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side. Whoever lifts him high. With all creation cry, God, we praise you. Oh, we praise you. Oh, let's sing this, let faith be the song. Let faith be the song that overcomes the raging sea. Let faith be the song that calms the storm inside of me. Let it rise. Let faith arise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. For fear cannot survive when we pray. The God of breakthroughs on our side Forever lift Him high With all creation cry God we praise You Oh, we praise You Oh, this is my favorite part This is what living looks like This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like We praise you, we praise you This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like We praise you, we let's sing that again This is what living looks like This is what freedom feels like This is what heaven sounds like we praise you, we praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch 
up in praise this morning in Jesus name he's a good father who's worthy of more than we could ever praise or bring to him in Jesus name we thank you father for your goodness for your faithfulness I thank you every week but it's always a new week with more goodness and faithfulness father and we can't thank you enough for it we thank you for this service today and everything you're going to do in our lives in this room we thank you for the foundation that our faith is built on on your son. In Jesus' name. Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaking. I've never been more glad I put my faith in Jesus He's never let me down He's faithful through generations So why would he fail now? He won't, he won't Can we thank him this morning for that? He won't fail, he won't No, he won't in any season He won't in Jesus' name, I've still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense, so I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own strength, cause I Today that you won't, he won't. 
firm and Christ is my firm foundation the rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaken I've never been more glad than I put my faith in Jesus Jesus part of this whole song. Um, we always want to open up our altar. We always want to give an opportunity for prayer. If you're with us online, please email us at uh, prayer at gracesummitchurch.org. Any prayer requests you have in your life so we can partner with you. But if you're here in person, our prayer team and our staff would love to pray with you this morning for anything in your life that you feel is too big or too small. It's neither for him. So we'd love to invite you down this morning as we praise Him together and thank Him for all that He's already brought us through, through every season, through every storm. His name is good and constant. Rain came and wind blew, my house was built on you. I'm safe with you. I'm gonna may let's sing that and remind ourselves Rain came and wind blew, my house was built on you. I'm safe with you, I'm gonna make it through the rain came, the rain came and wind blew, my house was built on you, yes it was. I'm safe with you, I'm gonna make it through, and I'm gonna make it through, cause I'm standing strong on you, and I'm gonna make it through, cause my house was filled, let's sing this, Christ is my, Christ is my firm fire. The rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaken. I've never been more glad than I put my faith in Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful through So why would he fail now? 
One more time, death could not, and death could not hold you. The veil tore before you. The silence, the bones of sin and grave. Yes, he did. The heavens are roaring. The praise of your glory. For you are raised to life again. It's you have no rival, it's you have no equal, now and forever our God reigns, yes he does, yours is the kingdom, yours is the glory, yours is the name, above all names, what a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is, nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. He's good, amen. Amen. Let's praise him this morning and give him all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He's good, amen. Let's sing this one more time. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is, nothing can stand against. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name, what a beautiful name it is, what a beautiful name. It is the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to His. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. Let's give Him praise and honor this morning in Jesus' name. another hand clap this morning we're going to uh, take just a moment to receive our tithes and offerings you may be seated for just a moment and uh, we're going to worship the Lord with the 
bringing of our tithes and offerings in just a minute. If you're watching online, they're going to scroll some ways that you can give. So we invite you to participate as well. And if you're here, of course, you can look at uh, for one of the envelopes in back of the chair in front of you and fill that out. So I want to read to you um, this morning from 2 Corinthians and uh, chapter 9, verses 8 through 12. And it says this, And God is able... God is able. Isn't that, the, isn't that a great beginning to always think about God is able? God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, he has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of God's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to your God. Can you give the Lord a praise for that? Lord, we just thank you. We can come into your house today and worship you. We thank you that we can bring our tithes and offerings to you as an act of worship. And we thank you for what you do for us and what you have done for us. We ask your blessings upon your people today. We ask your blessings upon these tithes and offerings. And we thank you for it all. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. You may bring your tithes and offerings up. Everybody say amen. Amen. I, uh, a couple things before we get in the Word of God. I, uh, thanks everybody for last night uh, helping, uh, working. Um, I, I, I'm not going to try to list everybody, so I hate to even mention anybody because if I do, then I may not mention somebody else. Uh, so I'm going to do, I don't know, I'm going to mess up. Uh, thank God for Harold helping me find the uh, killer yellow jacket wasp demon from hell bad thing that we found up there that thank God I killed and that did not sting me. Uh, nobody knows about that. We didn't tell y'all about that last night because we figured let the surprise be encouraging. Can I have an amen? Okay. I just, you know, I found the hint here last year when we were cutting, I got stung by yellow jackets last year because uh, we hit a yellow jackets nest. But anyway, it was a good night, uh, great fireworks. And to everybody who came, everybody who helped, um, I don't see her this morning, but uh, I know of a number of people that it always blessed me um, when you see people who have no kids come or, you know, no kids, small kids that come. And I think of, you know, uh, and then Cindy, Cindy actually had a, was in a race with somebody on a scooter, and that was a, a whole nother thing that we may have to start out, you know, uh, scooter races, and uh, never know, I mean, you never know who could get injured by that, but uh, that was great, and um, I mean, I, I, could, I could see some people actually like, 
hopping that thing up a little bit, putting bigger batteries or different gears in it and uh, running over some pop child or something, you know. And, uh, but anyway, so it, it was a great night, fun time. And uh, thanks everybody for cleaning and helping. Um, I met a number of families, so great. Um, I had this one little girl walk up to me and um, <laughs> cracked me up. So, so just as a, I love cowboy boots. If you don't know that, you don't know me. Uh, these, they're the more, most comfortable things I wear. They're good on my back and uh, love them. And I like jeans and I like jerseys. Uh, baseball jerseys uh, because they hide a lot of fat. Can I have an amen? Just being honest, they, they, they are a covering and the priest should have a covering. Can I have an amen? Well, I met a guy a number of weeks ago and he had a, a cowboy hat on and I knew exactly the style of cowboy hat and I looked at him and I said, that's a Gus hat. And he goes, it is. And I mean, I loved, I liked it the moment I saw it. Uh, it's from a movie and, uh, and so I, you know, now it's not a leather hat because Daddy needs to believe for a major offering to buy that leather hat. Uh, that, you know, a good leather hat. Good, you know. I met a, a guy, actually a cowboy in Texas one time. He goes, oh man, this isn't a real expensive hat. I only paid about $900 for that one. I said, buddy, he goes, I'll take you shopping for hats later if you want to. I said, brother, I just feel the need to go pray. Can I have an amen? I was like, I ain't going to do that. Why waste my time and yours? And so I had this cowboy hat on. And uh, I like it too. It's got a bigger brim. Keeps the sign out. This old girl runs up to me and she hugs. I hadn't seen her and uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I should. You know, I should probably keep the name silent to protect the guilty. Can I have an amen? <laughs> and she walks up to Aubrey. She hugs me. She's always the sweetest little girl. She's always so hugging and just so she's brought me out. How many times in children's church she'll bring me a picture and say, Pastor Chris, I made this for you. And it's just so sweet. Blesses me. She hugs me and she, and I said, you know, so I said, hey, baby, what you doing? I said, man, you were, and she did, she had a little face thing on you. Know, I said, you're looking so good. I said, you're so pretty tonight. I said, you are. And she goes, well, Pastor Chris, I like your costume. I said, well, baby, this is pretty much how I dress. I didn't know it was a costume, but I'm glad I know. Amen. Then the part that blessed me and shocked me more was her mama heard it and made her feel bad. I loved it. Can I have, aren't kids good? You know, I mean, if you really want to get an honest reception about anything you do, ask a kid. Because I believe a lot of Christians are going to hell after some people sing in church. Because we all know that person can't sing. We all know that person should not be up there. We all know Jesus is not happy. But what will we go up afterwards? Oh, that blessed me. That was such a blessing. Little kid walks up. That was terrible. Who told you you could sing? That's horrible. Can I have an amen? And um, I love kids. I love kids. That's one thing I've always loved about kids. And then I get to have fun with them. Um, uh, Caden last night, man, he was wearing me out. Wanting to get in that bounce house. Jump, 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 jump. Can I go jump? Can I, and it wasn't open. Didn't have anybody watching it. Finally, one time he looked at me and says, can I get in? I, I said, didn't you eat a few minutes ago? He goes, I did. I said, well, bounce house is just like swimming. If you go in there and jump, you'll get a cramp and drown. <laughs> and he, he goes. I said, son, just give it a minute and it'll be open. Anyway, so it was a fun night. <laughs> Amen. Who in here knows? You just got to enjoy it. Amen. It's a good night. It's a good night. Um, and the fireworks were great. So uh, Greg is not here today. Uh, God bless him. Uh, Greg's got a given heart. And um, he had a worker who uh, 
is going through a real struggle personally, and so he's covering their shift so that they can take care of stuff, and so that'll affect something later today. But anyway, so um, um, he always works hard on the fireworks. Again, he's banned me from ever participating in the execution of the fireworks because he says I shoot them too fast, but I make sure it's a more enjoyable show. Can I have an amen? So. I do it for y'all, amen, so glory to God. If you got your Bibles, turn with me to Acts chapter 11. I'm gonna read a verse, uh, Acts chapter 11, verse 19. I'm going to use a verse, first of all, in the book of Psalm, talking about something that um, I've actually had in my heart for some time to go into next year, uh, 2024, believing for God. Now, uh, something about me, about it's always been funny is, a lot of things in my life for the next year always happens about this time of the year. Uh, it's like I get um, direction for next year. Uh, I, I, I used to go through what I called ministry crises every October. Meaning, and not, not like it was a crisis, I just would get real prayerful. Am I where I'm supposed to be, doing what I'm supposed to be? Should I change? Do I need to change? Is there something coming? To, does that make sense? You know what I mean? I think sometimes that's always good to do every so often and just kind of, um, as a pilot, um, ship, or plane, you're supposed to every now and then do course corrections. You know, make sure you're on course. Everybody needs to do that. We always need to check our heart. Who in here knows we need to walk in love? Say amen. amen. And we need to be forgiving. Say amen. amen. So every now and then it's good to have a course correction and just make sure you're doing that. Yes. And uh, so October is always, now the one thing I always forget though is October is usually somewhere in October, uh, the beginning of the Jewish New Year. Now, once I learned that, it never really kind of shocked me that that happens for me. And I've met a few other ministers who say that. Although other ministers I know, you know, it happens in December. For me, it's always been October, uh, September, October. So I began praying some months, weeks back about, you know, next year. What do, and I began, kept going back to this phrase. I used to say in 2012 a lot, the, the good hand of God. Um, I, I, don't, I haven't used it as much, but anytime I talk about certain things in my life, I will say the good hand of God brought me to this because it was just God. Um, case in point, years ago, this is, I was traveling, and I had hit kind of a, uh, I had a section of my schedule where I didn't have anything, and it was like I had uh, skip marks. Uh, the calendar was full of this month except for here, and a full for this month except for here. So I'm, I, I drove to Savannah, Georgia, which is how far? Five hours? Three hours, how far? How fast you drive, sister? Calm, calm down, not too, how, what is it, three, four hours? I don't even know. Three hours? So I drove three hours to basically a 90-minute pastor's gathering uh, for a service. So that's a long drive for a short time. But I felt led to go. And so I just go, and I knew some people in that conference, and so I was glad to see them and get reunited and re reacquainted. But as, as I read, as I'm leaving, I saw this guy and his wife sitting at a table, and when I say country, I mean country. Can I have an amen? And I don't mean that bad, but I mean, you could just tell they're just laid back, um, good people, and they're kind of sitting off to the back and just on a, I, I, again, I still don't even know why I did it. I just walked over and started talking. And, uh, and I'm, an, I'm an evangelist. I wasn't trying to get a meeting. I didn't go there to pass out cards and you know, book a meeting and schedule a revival or nothing. I just went to go be fed. And you know, I thought, man, thank God if I meet somebody or see some friends, that'll be great. And I saw a couple guys and I didn't, you know, 
care for them much back 10 years earlier, so I didn't really care to hang out with them. You know what I mean? I, and the reason being is they're on different levels, you know, names and recognition, and, and I'm, a, I'm a nobody, so I was like, you know, I'm not gonna bother them, and they're busy, and I, and I know that, but I love their ministry, love to be fed by them, love to be ministered to. So as I'm walking, I talk to him, and we just talk, so I sit down a little bit. Now again, I gotta drive three, three, whatever it is back home. Well, it's 10 o'clock now. It's 10.30. It's 10.45. And his name was Buddy. And right as I'm about to leave, Buddy goes, he goes, you ever go to small churches? I said, Buddy, I go to any church. And um, he said, would you come to my church? I said, yeah. I said, and I looked at him, I said, Buddy, I didn't come to over here to talk to you, to hawk a meeting or you know, book a meeting. I said, I just came to fellowship. And I said, I just felt led to you know, say, hey. He said, well, come preach for me. And then, uh, so what's funny is, sometime later, I, and so I preached for him. And a uh, very small church, little podunk little strip mall, you know, just out, out in the country kind of. And um, so I finally one day got to preach in my dream church, which was this 5,000 seat auditorium. And um, they asked me to come be funny. So I did 40 minutes of my funny and I ended it with an altar call. And we had about 50 people, 40 people, something get saved, had a great service, had about 4,000 4, people there. I'm just saying this to point something out. My offering that day for 4,000 people was like $1,700. So that's not even 50 cents a head. If 50 cents a head came out, I had $2,000. Now, I'm not doing it for money. I'm just making a point here. The next week, I'm with Pastor Buddy. Well, we were living here. We had driven up. I picked my dad up. So driving to church is me, my wife, and my dad. Because I count the three of us, there were 11 people in that service. My offering that day was I think 1865. So see, you can't let size judge how God treats you. Now I got kind of, now let's be honest, I was a little frustrated the week before. You know, because I mean, you know, you're not trying to be carnal, but you're like, man, 50 cents a head, that's $2,000. My dollar, everybody gives a dollar. My God, everybody can give a dollar. I mean, how cheap can these people be? Well, evidently, it's pretty cheap. Can I have an amen? Okay. And uh, so whatever. But see, God keeps good books. So it was the good hand of God that took me to that table. So I, I love that phrase because there's something, who, who in here has ever had anything like that happen where you really wasn't planning it, whatever, but you look back and you're like, thank God I obeyed. Amen. I mean, sometimes it's great and grand, sometimes it's not. But there's a verse in Psalms, and I'm gonna use this and then jump to another one. 145 verse 15 says, the eyes of all look expectantly to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Now the message translation, I like to use it, all eyes are on you expectant. You give them their meals on time. Generous to a fault, you lavish your favor on all creatures. But let's back up and look at one thing. In both translations, New King James Version and the message, they both start with this. King James says, the eyes of all look expectantly. Next message says, all eyes are on you expectant. Everybody say expect. Now who in here has ever noticed on Facebook, I love to put the countdown to Christmas. Just for fun, out of the blue. It hits me every now and then. I'll go 74 days to shopping days to Christmas. It always cracks me up. I have people like, stop. We hate you for this, you know, whatever. They'll make jokes and stuff. Send me private messages. We don't like this. And um, I love, that's what I love about Christmas. 
That's what I love about giving gifts. That's what I love about getting gifts. Man, there's some expectation to it. Man, I mean, you're just all excited about it. You know, you start looking for it. Who remembers being a kid, trying to go to sleep Christmas Eve, hoping for what you're about to get? Am I the only one? Now, I'm, I'm staying somewhere. Now, what's funny is, and y'all have heard me say this, but it's true. I'm, I'm a terrible gift giver. I'm horrible. Because if I get it for you, you're going to get it as soon as I can possibly put it in your face. I want you to enjoy it now. You know, it's hard. Years ago, my, my, I found a picture of my grandfather, my mom's dad, which we didn't have really any pictures, and it's about this big. Have you ever seen old pictures and the pictures are real small? You know why? Cheaper. Because everybody's poor. So you could get school pictures, but they're like this big. Well, that picture's about this big and it's cracked. So I found this picture restorer and I took it to her and I said, can you restore this picture and enlarge it? She goes, big as I can get you on that because again, so small. She goes, it's a five by seven. I said, that's fine. Restore it and enlarge it. And I said, I want that to be my mama's Christmas present. And honey, that woman worked a miracle. You couldn't tell there'd ever been a crack in that picture. And it was the best early picture of my grandfather my mom had ever seen. All the other pictures were just him, you know, a few years before he passed. And even though he passed young, he was a farmer and basically a sharecropper, and he worked hard all his life. So that age, you know, he looked, and he worked in the sun all his life. Um, and he was white, and he didn't moisturize. So he was all leathery. Can I have an amen? You know what I'm saying? And he was just all, and um, like, like people do when you get out in the sun and you don't moisturize and put sunscreen or something. And so he, um, man, I got that picture back. I got so excited. I got more expectant of the giving of it to my mama. I couldn't wait. So we were gonna see her in Thanksgiving. We had this done in October because I didn't know how long it might take. And Lisa looked at me going up. She said, don't you tell your mama about that picture. She said, that's a Christmas picture. I said, but baby, she goes, don't you say a word. And she was mad, I mean, she was adamant. I mean, not mad, she, she was kind of mean about it. If y'all only knew how much I suffer, can I have, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Don't you tell my wife I said that, I'm just teasing. I said, I, 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 she said, don't you dare. She said, we bought this for Christmas. We've done this for Christmas. You are going away, I cannot stand that. I get so expectant and happy about knowing, seeing how somebody's going to react. And again, if it's something you can use, if it's a tool, I want you to have it yesterday. Because who in here has ever needed a tool couldn't afford to buy the tool and you needed the tool so you had to wait for the tool while the whole time you needed it, I've been there. So if I can get somebody that can be profitable, man, I want you to, man, I could not wait for Christmas Day to see my mama. I mean, I could not wait to give her that picture. And um, I don't want to cry, but I saw her lip the moment she opened it. I saw her lip tremble. Man, it was worth every bit of expectation and wait. I'm so glad I didn't spoil it, thank God for my wife, because I had an expectancy of how that reception would be. Have I, I got everybody's attention? Yeah. But see, that's how we should be with God. Because it says right here, the eyes of all look expectantly. Now the bad thing is Satan lies to people and tells people and, and gets you to not be expectant of his good hand because sometimes people have the only confidence they have is that God's hand is evil towards them. And y'all have heard me tell the stories. I've had several, really two people in my life and one especially, and I was praying for, and I said, let's just pray. And this is what I said, I said, let's just pray that, that our good heavenly father and tears run down this woman's face. She goes, I can't do that. And she goes, why? She goes, I've never had a man good to me. 
She said, if I wasn't sexually, if I wasn't physically, if I wasn't emotionally, she said, my dad, my uncles, my brothers, my cousins, every man I've ever known's done me wrong. Oh, my heart broke for her. Because how can you believe it? Who's, who's ever watched a dog that's been beat? And they come up and they run and they, they got some expectation that, that you're gonna love them. But the minute you reach out, their expectation turns to fear and they just run away. And that's the way people are all the time. But yet the Bible says we should have an expectancy of God's good hand coming to us. Can I have an amen? amen? Now who in here knows we should have that all the time? That's one of the reasons I'm so glad. And I just, you know, the, the worship this morning, the way it ended, I'm so glad because it talks about in hard times and in dry times, I'm gonna bless your name. Because see, again, we may be at the 4,000, 5,000 seat church and have this on expectation, but who in here knows our expectation should never be in that church, in those people, in our jobs, in the president, in the Senate, in the Congress, in the Supreme Court. Our hope, our expectation should be in one thing only, and his name is Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? But now when our expectations in him will never be diminished. Nor, who never has ever read the verse, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But if your hope's in Jesus, you're never sick. Now, I've heard people use that because of like dreams. My dream didn't come to pass. I'm the heart sick. Well, you know what? Your dream should have been in Jesus. Much more than anything else. Because who cares? I, I, you know, we had a bounce house this last night. And the guy who does the bounce house, we've used him, oh gosh, probably 10, 11 years 12 years or something. So he actually calls me. Y'all need a bounce house this year? And thank God he did because I forgot. And so he does that. And I said, how you doing, Dana? And he goes, he says, man, I'm having the best day of my life. I said, Dana, what's up? And we only talk once or twice a year. He used to live in my neighborhood. And that's how I met him. And I said, I said, what's up, Dana? He said, man, he goes, Jesus is alive and I'm living. He said, thank God I'm not dead. And thank God I'm breathing air. He says, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm doing good. I said, Dane, that is the best testimony. It don't take much, can I have an amen? Why, because his hope, his expectation is in Jesus. But now if you let your expectation shift, it's amazing how whenever our expectation shifts, we don't get stuff. We don't see stuff. Now I used the illustration last week. I started looking for a truck, believing God for a truck, praying and believing for an F-150 truck. Lisa talked me into getting what I wanted, which is, which is a 250, which is a diesel, which just sounds like power. Can I have an amen? You know what I mean? Got that, that, got that turbo, ooh, winds up. I mean, it'll bark the tires. And I mean, I just, but what's funny was I told um, pastor friend this week how, how I prayed for that truck. So I prayed I, and I told God what I wanted, but I had an exception to the prayer. I said, I want it close. I said, I'm not driving 10 hours to find a truck and have to drive there and not be happy and drive 10 hours back. I ain't wasting my time. I said, God, you know where the truck is and you can bring it here. Amen? So I'd been looking for my, I, I had looked at every car trader ad, every Facebook post, Craigslist. I had looked at everything for weeks, but I'm expecting and I finally got tired one day. <laughs> I sit in my office and I slammed, I got looking at it's the same trucks. Every week, same truck, same truck. Same truck, same truck. I finally hit the, I, and I hit the desk. I said, God, you know what I want and I know what I want and you know where it is. I said, I expect you to find it and bring it to me. 
I've asked you for this. I ain't going to worry about this. I said, I know you're good and you're good to me. And I wasn't mad at him. And I was just mad at the, I said, I said, so I said, I'm just telling you right now, I'm giving this to you and you can find it and bring it to me in Jesus name. Amen. God is my witness. I get up, go to the bedroom, use the bathroom. I come back. Me and Lisa's about to leave. And I look up and I said, I'm going to pull up. I put, the next thing I pulled up on Facebook was that truck. And had only been there since I had just looked at it, but that truck didn't come up, but that truck comes up. So then I go look at it. Guess where was that? Griffin. Well, Griffin ain't far, but it didn't start in Griffin. It started somewhere else out of the state, but it's in Griffin. And I got it for about five or six grand less than it should have been sold because it had a problem that they spent about four grand on fixing and didn't fix. But for $120, I fixed it. Can I have an amen? Amen. But I had some expectation. But here's what's funny. During that whole time, I couldn't go anywhere that I didn't see. What, what did we see this morning? Me and Michael is looking at a video that we play before service, and he's talking about a Ford Mustang. Well, I'm all into trucks now. And I looked at him, I said, look at that Ford truck. I didn't even see the Mustang. But now I used to have a Mustang. You know what I used to see all the time? Mustangs. You know why? I was looking for them. Now, when it comes to the hand of God, we need to look for good, God's good hand. Always in our life, no matter the circumstances of the 5,000 or the eight, it don't matter. God is able to meet your need and work in your life regardless of all the other. But it is always imperative upon your expectation. You know, who's ever done this? And we're going to close with this. Who's ever known you should ask somebody or felt like maybe you could ask somebody, but you just didn't want to. Felt like you're going to get turned down. Um, when I was in high school, I sat next to this girl named Leslie. Oh, man, I had it bad for Leslie. It was French class. I could not wait for French class. She was sweet. She was nice. She had a distant boyfriend. I always told her he was made up and a jerk. Can I have an amen? I was, I, I was doing everything I could. I was 11th grade. She was 12th grade. That year difference intimidated the snot out of me. Not about last week of school, senior week, is one of the last days I'll ever see her. I looked at her and we were joking. We joked and cut up all the time. She was always sweet. But if you ever heard me preach, I'm naive and ignorant. I can't read signals. And I looked at her, I said, Leslie, I said, you've never gone out with me all year. She looked at me and said, Chris, you never asked. And I never had. You know why? Because I expected to be turned down. I did. So I just never asked. But see, that's the way some people treat Jesus. They expect that he's going to be harsh on them. And the other side is, and I cry when I think about it, Jesus loves everybody in here so much. He could care less about past or history or what you messed up. I mean, I love my kids. And when they're hurting, I don't care. I don't even, I don't even think about that stuff. You know, Jackson the other week spent the night with us and, and he wasn't feeling good, just like all of a sudden. And he kept going, my brain hurts, my brain hurts. He had a headache. And uh, man, there's been times that boy has gotten on my nerves. Can I have an amen? I want to tell him to go jump in a bounce house and drown. Can I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I mean, just, I mean, you know what I mean? But you know, he's, he's a three-year-old. He's a kid. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just a kid. He's just being a kid. Let's have some grace as, as older people and, and, and adults and teenagers. You just have grace for people. But then I think about him hurting. Man, I didn't think about any of that. 
I didn't think about him all the time. What all I wanted to do, I wanted to heal his body and pray for him. See God's hand upon his life. Give him anything he needed to take. Tylenol, ibuprofen, Advil, Motrin, um, Sudafed, ActiveFed, Buffrin, Pepto-Bismol. I don't care. We, you know, what, 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 what do we need to do? I don't want him to suffer. But see, when our heart expects God to not respond to us, we are always hesitant to reach out to him. And that is why God so loved that he gave. So let's have some expectation. Expectation. Always be expectant. In fact, what do I sometimes say? Turn to your neighbor and say, God's good. God's good to me. If God's gonna be good to anybody, God's gonna be good to me. Why do I like people to say that? Because it builds the expectation that God's goodness can overcome everything else. Well, Pastor Chris, you don't preach judgment. That's right. I preach grace and mercy because the Bible says that we are drawn to repentance by the goodness of God. But I do preach discipline and honor for a Christian. Can I have an amen? Does everybody get the difference? To somebody lost? No, I ain't got no judgment. I ain't got no, I got mercy and grace. To a Christian, I can have a little law there. Can I have an amen? We're called to live righteous good works. We are saved for good works. We're supposed to live righteous, no question. But who in here knows even when you mess up? Just repent and he forgives. Can I have an amen? Amen. Right now, if you will, bow your heads with me. Let me have some music. Father, in Jesus' name, we look expectantly to you today. Right now, Father, if there's anybody in our congregation or anybody online that would say, Pastor Chris, I don't know you. I'm not born again. I've never made Jesus the Lord of my life. Or you may be someone who has prayed a prayer, but you've never made a public commitment or you're not walking with him as you should be. And you know that. If you'd say, that's me, Pastor Chris. I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life totally and fully and expect his good hand stretched forth towards me. If that's you, hold your hand up. Anybody at all? Anybody at all? Just make sure, make sure, make sure. Okay, amen. I want everybody to pray this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that you are good and you are good to me. And I expect your good hand of favor to be upon my life because you love me. And I ask that you help that revelation of your love to me grow because I believe and I confess that Jesus is Lord and I will follow him all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something, a couple weeks ago we had, and I, I don't say this enough, and I'm gonna fix this. If, if you prayed that prayer online and you're local or in person, and you want to be baptized in water and follow the experience of Jesus, uh, give it up for Nancy, for Clarissa, Aaliyah, and Cassidy, amen, give them a good hand clap. They got a, a baptized a couple weeks ago, and. God was so good. And, um, uh, your, 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 uh, your response just, cracked, just blessed me, cracked me up because I asked Cassidy, I said, have you made Jesus? He goes, well, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm back. I, I'm sorry I even asked. I mean, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that attitude. <laughs> yes. And um, so anyway, uh, please do that. A couple things uh, for announcements before we dismiss. And uh, give me the announcements. Um,
Yes, if this is your first, second, or third time with us, if you will, please take a moment and use that QR code. If you are in-house, you can also use a connection card. If you want to, if you can stay for just a moment after service, I have a gift I'd love to give you. If this is your first, your second, your third time with us, we bless you. We thank you for being with us. Let me see. Uh, second Saturday prayer. Uh, I don't even know what date that would be in November, but it's the second Saturday at five, immediately after prayer, which is usually six, six ten. We go out to eat as a group. Uh, last month it was uh, your pie. I think it went over so good. This month, we'll, next month, November will be your pie again, and uh, it was good, and it was, it was quick, and it was pretty cheap. So anyway, um, next, huh? All the November eleventh. 11-11's prayer day, okay. Uh, ladies holiday uh, celebration, this is November 4th. This is this coming Saturday, amen. Uh, this is, it says, bring a wrapped Christmas ornament to play the exchange game and bring your forgiveness and grace for each other. Every year, I've, my daughter and my wife tells me this is a knockdown, drag out slug fest of innuendo and hatred towards each other as presents are stolen from each other. It's a great time, it's always fun. And so that'll be uh, the next coming Saturday. Uh, next also is first, is that, is that next? No, uh, Wednesday night, 7.30, join us online. Uh, great, uh, small group, Sunday morning, 9.45 to 10.30, uh, meets in the studio. First Sunday, uh, that is this coming Sunday tour. That's a, that's a week from today. Uh, we're going to be, uh, so after service first Sunday, we always have a time of fellowship just for everybody. And uh, so we encourage you to stay after. We're going to be having soups and salads. Um, that's not ex exciting to me. Can I have an amen? That's just not exciting, especially the latter. So I'll eat a lot of soup. November 19th, we're going to have of the day with us for that whole service. And uh, uh, they always minister great, great worship, great preaching and uh, great ministry. So uh, they'll be with us. They also just had a baby, uh, Nikki. Uh, which one? On the left, uh, yeah, the, on the left. The, the guy on the left, the, the lady on the left and the guy in the middle are married, yeah, they just had a baby. They'll have the baby with them, it's gonna be a great day. And, um, and there was this range day. So on 11-11 also, which is also second Saturday for prayer, from 11 to one um, at the Amchar in Georgia, which is on Highway 42, we'll be having a church range day. Uh, make sure everybody knows this. What gender is this person in that picture? A female, okay. Uh, we've had people do, we've, whatever. So this open to anybody, male, female. If you wanna shoot a gun, if you've never shot one, uh, if, you, if you wanna come, it's fun. We talk trash. Uh, the, the funniest part to me about it is, and I've never been to any range that people are not like this. Um, you wanna shoot it, you can shoot it. And the whole time I'm looking at it, I'm like, how much are these bullets? Oh, they're not bad, they're $2 a shot. I'll pass, can I have an amen? You know, um, Sarah Beth and Molly got to go with me one time to a Henry County thing and uh, they got to shoot actually automatic, the MP4, or the MP4 or 5, I can't remember what it is. And um, I told them, I said, y'all shoot like two, two, two touches and get off. And you know, I said, don't be shooting a lot. They're like, why? I said, we ain't paying for them bullets. I said, somebody paid for them bullets. So, uh, mo but most, most shooters are just very generous. They're like, no, please enjoy it. So it's gonna be a great time. So um, it does have three caveats, no shotguns, no armor piercing ammunition, no tracer ammunition. I don't even know why we have to say that. Can I have an amen? I mean, who, who really buys armor piercing? But you know, there are some nuts out there who do. But anyway, it's gonna be a great time. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. And usually people, every, everybody, go out to eat afterwards. And everybody say amen. So turn and look at somebody and say, I believe. 
God is good. God is good to me. God is good to you. Uh, tell her to hold off. Tell, tell Cindy not to go yet. And um, t- tell her God is good. Start over. Good to me. And if, he, if he's going to be good to anybody, he's going to be good to me. Because I am his favorite and you are not. And who in here knows that is the worst theology of all? Amen. That's terrible theology, but amen. Amen. And we bless everybody online and everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you.